this morning we have a very special guest with us, Pastor Regina Blunt, all the way from Hammond, Louisiana. Her and her husband Lloyd pastor church there in Hammond. And I was talking to her this morning, and uh, my mother-in-law, Esther, was, was there in my office with her. And I said this with every ounce of genuineness I have in my heart, because I have watched her and her husband pastor for a very long time. I mean, it's ever since I joined the family uh, 20 years ago and got married just almost 20 years ago. I have watched their lifestyle. I have watched their integrity. I've seen the anointing that they already had increase and grow on both of them there in their church, but also in the speaking engagements that she does. And I told her this. I said, I honor you because people who move in the right direction for a long period of time deserve our honor and our praise. Amen. And Miss Esther said uh, her husband, uh, Regina's husband, Lloyd, who's a phenomenal co-pastor there of the church with her. She mentioned to me that Lloyd told her one time, do you know how to get to heaven? How many like to know how to get to heaven? Amen. He said, you turn right and you keep moving straight. Amen. And I said, well, that's a perfect illustration of what I'm honoring Miss Gina, Miss Regina for is that she turned right and she kept the call of God at the heart, at the forefront and never wavered, has never wavered off of that. So I honor her this morning. Can we give a good Christian Center welcome to Pastor Regina Blunt this morning? We want her to take her liberty this morning and to... To preach the word, amen. amen. Are you finished? Yes, ma'am. Have you obeyed the Lord? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yep. <laughs> He's the Moses of this house. And I want to hear what he has to say. Uh, I am so glad to be back here again. It's been a while. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a while. But my husband and I do pastor in Hammond, Louisiana. We've been there 42 years. Last month, I've been married 50 years. Thank you. And I tell everybody that I worship a king, but I married a prince. And he is every bit of that and over and over. I know it must have been the will of the Lord that I come this weekend because when I got to the airport yesterday, I didn't have my, my wallet. So I had no ID to get on a plane to come here. And, uh, you know, we didn't have time. I just called Sister Esther and said, you know, maybe we should leave a little bit earlier. It was God that we did. And so when we got, uh, got to the airport... I realized I didn't have no identification. I didn't have a credit card. They don't accept debit cards. And so, but the Lord miraculously got me on that plane. And so I had to fill out a lot of questions. And first of all, I was so nervous. I was filling it out, and she looked at me. I signed my name all over it. And she said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm signing my name to all of this. And she said, no, we're going to start all over. So I had to go all back over again. And Sister Esther was one. I told her, you're going to come. You're, you're going to go through. And if I don't make it, you can take it. But... Um, I love how I love I love the atmosphere in this house. I do. This is not everywhere, church. The atmosphere when he asked you to come up and stand up front. I'm sorry. There is power in movement. The Holy Ghost came in movement, and it's powerful when we. 
move, begin to move in our worship and begin to move in our praise. We should be the best dancers there ever was and have our own dancing with the stars. I'm telling you, we are a people that needs to move more. And so I, I, I honor, I honor that in this house to see so many come forward and of all ages. I think that is powerful. That stirs the atmosphere by itself. So I am, uh, the Lord gave me a word for this morning. So I knew somehow I was going to get on the plane because I had a word. So this morning, Lord, we just lift you up in this house even more so, Father. Lord, we say, may you and you alone be glorified. Lord, in everything that is done and said, may it point towards you. Our Christ, our eternal forever Savior. So, Lord, move today, Father. Keep moving by your spirit. Lord, let the miraculous, the signs and wonders manifest in this house today, Father. Lord, we hunger for only you. We sang it, Lord, but I'm saying it. Lord, I hunger for only you today. So, Lord, be glorified in this house. Change lives, change minds, change hearts. Lord, do the complete work in your body that we may fulfill the destiny that each of us have. And we believe it to be so in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you will turn with me for a few moments on in James Chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. I'm reading out the Amplified, mostly because it's got a lot more words in it. But uh, I just like how it breaks down the scriptures. So if you don't have it or you can't look on it, just trust me. Hallelujah. The Bible says in James 1, James, a servant of God. This is this part, that servant thing is probably one of the hardest things to get people to do because they, they, they're willing to serve man, but they're not willing to be a servant to the Lord. And so the Lord is uh, speaking through James here, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Christ to the 12 tribes scattered abroad among the Gentiles and in the dispersion, greetings and rejoice. Now, he laid out that he was a servant of the Most High, and he is encouraging them from the beginning of this letter, I want you to be happy, and I want you to rejoice. Then he says, consider it wholly joyful. In other words, count on this, my brethren, when you are enveloped in and encounter trials of any sort. How many here has got a trial going on in your life? It doesn't mean that you don't have faith. It doesn't mean that you don't believe. You just got a, you just got a trial going on in your life. The important part of this is that Jesus comes and steps into that and you can commit it to him knowing that he will keep his word and his promise. The Bible says whenever you're enveloped in or encounter trials of any sort or fall into various temptations, be assured be assured and understand that the, that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. 
This morning, the Lord had a word, has a word, the power of patience, the power of waiting on God when you get the answer, just not when you want it. The power of knowing God will do it. I, I have so many things in my life. Uh, we had, uh, my husband's had three bouts of cancer this year. We had termites twice. I could sing you the sad song and it would be a number one hit. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you there is no one in the kingdom of God that is not under some kind of test or affliction. And I'm here to decree today that the Lord God remains faithful. He remains just. He remains who he said he would be. And he will never be nothing less. Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith brings out endurance and steadfastness and patience. Verse 4, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work. What do you want us to do? You want us to endure, and you want us to not just endure upside down half of the time. He says, I want you to endure, and I want it to be with a steadfastness. In other words, when somebody sees you today, may they see so much Christ in you that tomorrow when they see you and you still got stuff going on, That there's so much Christ inside of you that they can only see the deliverer, the setter free, the one that is there to keep you moving even though you don't have an answer. How many is moving without an answer? Okay, I know some of you just didn't raise your hand. But I'm here to tell you, we are having to move and we're having to keep going. But yet we have to be patient because God's moving all along. He's moving through everything. You may seem like you've got a mess in your house and it's upside down. But I'm here to tell you, hang on, the Lord's going to put it right side up. It's according to his word. He can't lie. He's not going to cheat you and tell you something in the word and then tell you, nope, you can't have that. He doesn't do that. And so a lot of, you know, a lot of people think that when they're going through something that they don't have faith. And I do believe myself, I believe that some faith has been taught wrong. I believe if you, you have all these bumper stickers on your car with scriptures, does not make you a saint. Amen. I appreciate that. Amen. There's something about being graciously waiting on an answer from God. I'm here to tell you, he has all the answers and he's going to do what he said he would do. So the Bible is talking about here that you have to keep the endurance. My husband does say that all the time. He says, my husband goes to, I'm I'm a sidetrack just a little bit, but we're going to bring it right back. My husband goes to a Walmart and he's supposed to be helping me and he's scouting it out. He's trying to find something. My church calls it Walmart Tabernacle because that's where he goes to find somebody. (laughs) And so he pulled up the gas station the other day. And I don't know how this happened. This could only happen in my husband's world. But somebody was inside paying for the gas, and he was at her pump pumping it. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know about that. But anyway, 
She came out screaming and cussing and carrying on. He said, well, hang on just a minute, honey. I'm going to get you some gas in your car. So it was instead of $8, it was $20. And he said, I'm, I'm blessing you. I'm going to give it back to you in a little bit more. And he said, but I want to tell you something. Right now, you need Jesus. <laughs> and he said, Jesus, people, don't say the words that you say. And so he, he said, can I pray for you? And she said, sure. And she began to cry and weep. My husband began to minister to her. And then she said, he said, he finished. And he said, now I'm going to go home. But I want you to stop saying those words that you called me. And she said, yes, sir, just weep and cry. I'm telling you, if you can get outside of your stuff and your stuff, there is a world that needs the Jesus inside of us. Step out of yourself and all that muddy stuff that you're going through. He's the glory and the lifter up of your head. He's the glory and the lifter up of your trials and your afflictions. He remains the glory. He brings you to another level in the spirit realm to be able to go forward in Christ and not back down ever. So I I am concerned about, I was telling Sister Esther, I was, I've been concerned about because some of the songs that are being sung now is how people keep falling and God keeps rescuing them and how they probably go to a joint the night before and come to church on Sunday morning with a hangover. And I am, I am interested in singing songs about the Lord, about planting in the Lord and being steadfast in the Lord and the Lord showing up as the bright and shining star that he is. I'm interested in what God's doing. Not so much what I'm doing, but I'm interested in the kingdom of God being fulfilled in my life. I want to know when I leave this world that I have done the destiny and the course that I was meant to do when I was first conceived. I want to be that. I don't want to leave until I have finished my course. I'm not going to stay any longer. I already asked the Lord. I'm going to finish my course. Help me to do it. But Lord, in the meantime, prepare me for the other side. And so we are here today and talking about how we have to, the power of patience. If we can just wait, God's going to do what he said he would do. I wish I could tell you it'll happen in two minutes. Just confess it and it's going to happen in two minutes. But I'm here to tell you the confession is not as powerful as the walking it. It's just, it's, there's two different things there. And so people think because they have faith and they quote it and talk about it, that they don't have to go out and live it and walk it. But I got news. Your faith shows up when you walk it out. And so we understand that the scripture is here and, and James is saying, I'm just a servant. I'm no big deal, but I'm just a servant. And what I've got to tell you comes out of my servitude to him. So the Bible says, let us endure fourth, fourth verse, let us endure and Endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed. Now, that's that's pretty powerful right there. Uh, I know some people that can't wait till their kids grow up. Uh, you know, the, there's so much going on in the world right now. 
if you don't keep your head into the head of Christ, if you don't understand that what's going on will not affect your future if you don't join it. You can't join it. You can't believe it. There's so many things going on right now. I can't believe and I won't believe. I know for a fact that it's demonic activity. And I am not going to applaud it. I'm not going to vote for it. I'm not going to run after it. I've chosen a different path. I've chosen to walk with the King of Kings. And the patience that we walk with is what becomes pure gold. That's why it's so important that we're patient. That walk, that walking it out, that's what turns us into pure gold before the Lord. That satisfies Him and it looks like Him, it is Him, and it's a demonstration of His likeness inside of us. And so the Bible is talking about here, and James is making such an effort that you, can, you can't be patient unless you're steadfast. There's no way. You have to, you can't be up one week and down another. I'm here to tell you the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost active inside of you won't let you be that way. There's no room for depression. There's no room for anxiety. There's no room for none of that. When you're steadfast in your belief toward what he said and you're patient until what's upside down will turn right side up. Look at somebody and say amen. Amen. Verse 5. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the living God who gives everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproach or fault finding. It will be given him. If you were deficient, I I tell you, one of the main things that I pray for, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom in that situation. Give me, don't let me touch something that I wasn't meant to touch. Don't let me sit at a table that you would have overturned. Don't let me get out there and think I'm so spiritual that I can do it without him. I'm here to tell you, you can't. It takes Christ. It takes Christ. And so when we walk with him and follow him and remain steadfast with him, we understand that our patience, our patience in waiting to see what he will do will not falter, it will not fail. The patience that we take before the Lord, it causes us to know that we will never be left nor forsaken. If any of you are deficient wisdom, let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and unbegrudgingly without reproach or fault finding, and it will be given to him. That's, that's pretty powerful. God's going to be good to you, uh, no matter what. Verse six, only it must be in faith. Only it must be in faith that he asks without, with no wavering. Your patience can't waver. There's no, there's no room for it. No hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wave, wavers, hesitates and doubts. Listen. For the one who wavers, hesitates and doubts is like a billowing surge. 
It's like a billowing surge out at the sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed with the wind. For for truly, for truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything. So sometimes when I'm, I'm praying for people and asking them and they're believing something, I'm saying, have you wavered in it? Because your answer won't come through wavering. You've got to stand. You've got to believe it. You've got to be strong. It's like a strong cup of coffee in Louisiana. It'll put hair on your chest. It's strong. And that's so much ten times past what we have to do in the kingdom. We have to remain. We have to stand strong. We can't waver. Will our heart break sometimes? Yes, but he's the mender of the broken heart. Will we, will we begrudge something? Yes, but he's the one that will give it back. And the Bible says he'll cause it to come back in many more times than you spend it. Patient. Let's look at the word. Patience is powerful. It is a sign to the word faith. Patient means the capacity, the habit or the fact of being patient. It is where we get the word patient. From patience, patient. It means to, able to remain calm. Listen, church. Able to remain calm and not become annoyed when waiting for a long time. Or with dealing with problems or difficult people. I knew you'd love that. It also means done in a careful way over a long period of time without hurrying. You cannot hurry God. Take it from me. I'm an old dog. I've done this a long time. You cannot. You cannot hurry God. If you help him, if you try and help him, you're going to get in trouble for it. It postpones. There's no patience in it. By hurrying past what he has already said. Patience, it means accepting pains or hardships calmly and without complaint. Uh Uh-oh. Calmly and without complaint. You cannot complain. Listen, you're not complaining is where your faith comes in at. Because you don't complain when you know God promised he will do it. I've got prophecies I'm still waiting on. Personal prophecies. I've got, we've got things. I have a 42-year-old son, and he is a challenge. And every day, he is believing God for his mind to be straight. I am here to tell you that life, life is life. But without Christ, it's not worth living. It's Christ. It's the Christ. Accepting pains and hardships com- calmly. And without complaint. So you were very patient about having to wait for me so long. A synonym of patience means forbearing, long-suffering, tolerant, uncomplaining. It means uh, you've resigned and you've done it with resistance. It means that you are agreeable, amicable, you're compliant to the ways and the works of Christ. It is also meaning that it's, it's a um, 
Hold on. It's uh, restrained, disciplined, self-contained, self-controlled. It means uncaring and unresponsive will not get it done. Bored, tired, weary. How many people do you know that's bored, tired, and weary? Okay, we won't take a vote, but I'm telling you, a bunch of us feel that way. It means bored, tired, bored. This would be the opposite. When you're impatient. Impatient people get bored. There's no, there's no jackpot to this, church. We have to walk it. We have to live this. Uh, so the Lord is saying, continuing despite difficulties, opposition, or discouragement, you choose to live through what would look like a hell to someone else. Trust me, when your house has had termites... Twice in one year, and me, I like everything in place. I, w- I was not happy. And, but I had to go back, and my husband had to pray over and over, Lord, you have this in your hand. Help us to be patient while you're doing what you need to do. We've had to pray this, literally. Join hands and pray. Lord, grace us. Grace us as we are being patient to wait for an answer. I'm here to say this morning that God is your answer, but be patient until you see it accomplished. Don't quit. Be steadfast. Be be diligent about your work. Be diligent about church. Be diligent about your your Bible reading. Be diligent to be connected to each other. Be diligent in it. This is a body, not a body, a body, a body. This is a body. I'm glad today to be a part of it. The worship was powerful. I feel the glory of the Lord rising right now in this house. And I'm here to say, the Lord, the Lord is going to answer prayers if you just hold your patience. Hallelujah, Lord. We trust you today and we believe you, Lord. Things that sustain patience. The word is linked to patience. It takes the word for you to endure with patience. It takes the word of God, not just a word. You know, the Weather Channel won't give you the word. I got news. Christian stations won't give you the word. I'm being nice. I'm kissing on every one of you right now, and I'm being nice about this. But the Lord is wanting us to be sustaining in our patience. The word is linked to the patience. Another thing, joy is powerful. Listen, part of this joy, part of this thing that we're doing with Christ, we're walking hand in hand. But your joy is powerful. Okay, everybody, I want you to put down your Bible or put down your stuff right now. And I want you to look at somebody. We're doing a test. This is going to be a test. It could be a prophetic for some of you people, but we're going to, we're going to say it's a test. I want you to look at somebody and say, ha ha and ho ho. Yeah, see, there it was. 
That happened for people who didn't think they had any joy, too. Your joy is powerful, church. Your joy will keep you patient because the joy of the Lord is my strength, my life, my everything. It's the joy that comes in when I am in trials and I'm in despair and I don't like where I'm at. The joy of the Lord rises up and assures me that he's with me. The joy of the Lord I'm telling you, sometimes you just need to look at somebody and say, ha-ha and ho-ho. They might not get it, but you will be. Here's my last thoughts this morning. If your prayers aren't working, make sure you are praying to to the will of God, who is all-loving, all-powerful, and all-knowing. There is nobody that's going to compete with God. Buddha won't. You know, all these weird religions. Scientology definitely won't. All these weird religions and people getting caught up in these weird religions. Listen, put carnality aside. Because a lot of times what we're thinking, you know what carnality means? Meathead. I I got that out of the dictionary. (laughs) Not real deep. So if your prayers aren't working, settle back, look at it, and make sure you're praying the will of God. That's a little road that's, it could be wrong in the wrong direction. Because people like to manipulate to get what they want. And they want to manipulate people. And they want to manipulate so and so. They, they want to do it so they can rule. That's what a Jezebel spirit looks like. And so we know that our prayers have to be right. The second thing, pray for specific results. We're fixing to do that. Pray for specific results. Accept the results that God accomplishes you in your obedience. Two things about obedience. Are you listening? Yes. Two things about obedience. Do it exactly and do it quickly. Amen. It's just those two things. It's not real hard. But if you do exactly what he's told you to do, right? Yes. God does talk to you people, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure. But it takes two things. It takes doing it exactly and doing it quickly. Don't let the enemy steal from you something that God has promised you. Uh, the Pray for a specific results. Don't expect God to answer your prayers if you don't believe in them. Don't expect God. You just praying, you know. Uh, I'm just saying that if you don't expect him to do it, don't pray it. But on the flip side of that, 
If you pray and commit and decree and stand, and while you're not seeing the results of what you've asked for in the Lord, I'm here to tell you in all of that, the Lord does show up. He shows himself mighty to his people. He will do it with with all of his heart because you are the heart. You are God's heart. Can I say it like that? You are God's heart. God loves you. You are God's heart. Somebody help me preach that. Somehow now, look at somebody and say, you are God's heart. Some of you didn't say it excited, but that's okay. The next thing is there's a time and place for which is any time and anywhere. Let your patience come through. The last thing is prayer is a conversation between you and God. It has to be a relationship. People that don't have patience for an answer don't know God. Now, that's what the Word said. I didn't put that on you. The Word says that. He wants you to believe what you speak and believe what you say and believe what He's told you to say. So we've learned flying over here that I'm flying to a hurricane. I know a lot of our church people didn't understand it either, but... um, I want us to activate that prayer this morning. That God is going to do something. I want you to stand with me. Did you receive today? Yes. Patience is powerful. Just be patient. Sometimes I just cut off these long conversations of people telling me all their stuff. I said, wait just a minute. Just be patient. He's going to come. Hallelujah. We were in the Philippines a few years ago, and they had a Category 5 coming toward the very place that we were gathering with a bunch of ministers and doing a conference. And they were saying it was going to be, and of course the islands, there's, you know, 7,000 islands in the Philippines, and the islands are not, you know, some of them live on them, they don't have electricity. But there's no blockage or barrier when it comes, it comes. And they already said, and when we saw the picture of it, it was like the whole thing. It was huge. And so my husband started saying, well, how are we going to get home? And I said, I don't know. I have no idea. Everybody's trying to get out. I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on. So when we went to sleep that night, a bright light came into my husband's room. And out of the light, the Lord spoke and said, I have given you authority. And he turned over and he said, God's given us authority over this. He jumped out of the bed, got himself dressed, and was going up and down the aisles saying, God, we have authority over this, this major thing. Do you know that it never came our way? Do you know, we were leaving from there going into Hong Kong. And do you know, Pastor, it didn't even go to Hong Kong. It dissipated out there in the ocean. (laughs) 
So we want to activate our faith today. Ian is not as powerful as God. It cannot, it cannot, it cannot happen. So, Lord, we just say right now in the name of Jesus, in full, full, Lord, uh, fullness of what your word says, Lord. Lord, with an open heart, we fully say, Lord, we speak to that thing right now. Lord, we annul it out of its capability. Lord, we say that it is dissipating even now as we're speaking. Lord, cause people to know that it was because the power of God that stood against it and rejected it and would not fall to it. Lord, we are believing for this to dissipate quickly and to turn quickly. Lord, we agree right now. There's power in this unity right now. We agree right now that it will not prevail. It will not surge. It will not take dominion. It cannot cause loss. Father, we speak that it die now. In Jesus' name. Lord, we have authority according to your word of storms, Father. So, Lord, we speak in the name of Jesus that it will die now. Suck the strength out of it, God. Suck the strength of it. Just suck the thread of it. Suck out, Father, what it would try and come and put fear in people. Lord, we stand and agree today and say, Lord, now may it be done according to your word. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we believe you. We're, we're applauding that you've heard and answered, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your workings and doings today. If anyone here this morning is not saved, you have come to the right place. We are here for you. And Jesus is here to accept you. So if you don't know Jesus this morning, I'm going to challenge you. Come right now. Loving people is going to point the way to Christ for you. Right now in the name of Jesus, come. If you're backslidden, you, 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 you serve God, but you got a lot of hidden stuff in your life now. And you're really not, you're really not saved. But the Lord is here today. To brand you on your forehead as the scripture says that you belong to him. So, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, move on every heart. Lord, if there's anyone here that needs you, Lord, let them come. We just call them forth right now in the name of Jesus. If any of you are going through an affliction and you have been going through it for a long time, I want you to come forward. Can you come forward? Come forward. If you've been through any afflictions or uh, trials, testings, and it's been going on for quite a while, it's trying to make you weary and trying to discourage you, I want you to just come this morning. Hallelujah. Just come right on up front. Let's just stand up front for just a moment. The Lord is here. Nobody's going to bite you if you come down here. We're telling you that we have the answer. The answer is Christ. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just keep coming. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Shuraba kusana nai, kreba ba sosha, somba kioraba hona nai, rebe roba kasushaya, kioraba hai, shana nondo bohokora hai, shebe be baku bandoho, haraba kosashaya ya, shurada lamokora bahai. Thank you, Jesus. For every one of you that is standing for a healing, for you or someone immediately near you. For some of you that are going through a trial and you don't know how to get out of it, you don't know what got you in it, but, and you don't know how to get out of it. Jesus is here. Your liberator is here. Your caretaker is here. Jesus said he came to bind the brokenhearted. If you're brokenhearted today, Jesus come to you. Praise you, Father. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are at work even now. Lord, take charge of people's mind. Put it on house arrest, Father. And let their minds begin to think the mind of Christ. Have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Lord, at salvation we could put the mind on. But, Lord, walking in you, we can have the mind of Christ. Lord, I'm asking right now that you come in a personal way. Come in a way and touch where I cannot touch. Pastors can't touch. I, I'm just speaking right now by faith over you. That the Lord will touch you deep. Touch you and heal you in Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Church, just be praying. Hallelujah. We don't need you grandstanding. We need you praying. Just begin to pray this morning. Pray for these people that are reaching out for the Lord to do something in their lives. Lord, we say yes and amen to your way. Yes and amen to your word. Yes and amen what you promised. Yes and amen, your God. And no one is like our God. Lord, we just speak right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you cover them with peace. Cause their joy to overflow. Cover them with the peace of who you are. You're the Prince of Peace. Lord, cover them with your might in your hand this morning. Lord, do what I cannot do. Lord, only you can do what needs to be done. Can you say it with me? Lord, let it be so. Lord, let it be so. According to your word, Lord, let it be so. I'm here to tell you, there's not one struggle that you have gone through or going through that Christ has not seen. He's seen it. It's okay. The Bible says that your prayers are collected in a bowl in heaven. And at the right time, he tips that bowl over. He answers those prayers. But in the meantime, let patience have her perfect work. Let patience have her perfect work. We believe it now to be so. And we say yes and amen to your word. 
Amen and amen. Pastor, praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just, if you would, lift your hands all over this room. Just lift them up. As our sister has already prayed and prophesied the word of the Lord, I just want strength and patience to well up in each and every person here today, literally. Some of you have needed to hear this today, that God is for you, and you need to believe what God said about the situation, not what the enemy's lying to you about, and not any of the circumstances that you see around you. Let it just let it just well up in your heart right now. There's a keep your hands raised right there where you are for just a second. I'm not trying to wear you out. There's a saying, and I had to look it up. I don't know what preacher first said it, but it said this: "Sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay." I'm going to flip that around this morning and say this: Faith will take you further than you ever thought you would go. Faith will keep you longer in patience than what you thought you could stay. And listen to me, faith will cost you more than you ever could have imagined. Listen, there is something about walking with God. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And it's why I bring women of God and men of God up to this pulpit that we can look at and say, you have run the race 43 years, pastor, and 42 years, pastor, in the same church. That's amazing. This is a woman we can look at and say, wholeheartedly that when she tells us to continue to believe, continue to have faith, we can hear the word of the Lord today. Amen. Lift your hands one more time today. Father, fill us with strength. Fill us with patience. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. By in receiving your precious Holy Spirit, God, we have everything we need because we have you on the inside. Let strength arise. Let patience come. Let faith come. Doubt go, fear go, anxiety go. In Jesus' name this morning, Father, I pray your blessings upon the people of God today, Lord. I pray blessings upon Christian Center Church. May they be blessed going in and may they be blessed going out. May they, may they see your face and may it shine upon their heart today. May you keep us safe, Lord, we continually lift up to you this whole area of Florida. As we've already prayed and we've declared in faith that that storm will dissipate in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray protection over each and every family, each and every person, extended family, this whole area of Citrus County. May it have the hand of God upon our lives personally and upon this county, Lord, we pray today. Father, keep us safe and keep us close to you. Keep us close to your word. Keep us close to your heart, Father, until we join back together at the appointed time. Father, we give you all the honor all the glory and all the praise, Father. For it's in Jesus' mighty name and all God's people said, amen. amen. <laughs> Listen, we got prayer tomorrow at 630, and uh, we'll definitely be praying in regards to this storm and continuing to believe God. Amen? amen. If you're able to come, 630. If not, Lord willing, depending on what happens, 630 on Wednesday night. Amen. Oh, tonight, the women's thing. Leah, what time? Five o'clock tonight. Ladies, you have your ladies saying, come back here Sister Regina, and uh, hug somebody's neck and tell them you love them. Nobody's told you they love you today. Your pastor loves you, and we welcome you.